0: Birmingham Museums Trust is the biggest charitable trust of its type in the UK. The Trust cares for the city of Birmingham's collections, which include hundreds of thousands of objects, many of them rarely seen by the public because of the shortage of exhibition space. But whether on display or in storage, the collections are maintained by an expert team of curators and conservators. In this new series of podcasts, History West Midlands publisher, Mike Gibbs, invites the people who look after these world-class collections of arts, crafts, archeological and scientific artifacts to select a favorite item and tell its story. Through them, we meet warriors, gods, engineers, craftsmen, painters and jewelers, all found here in Birmingham's unique collections.
1: Pieter Greaves is the conservation coordinator at the Staffordshire Horde. Pieter, what object have you brought along today?
2: So the object that I brought along today is the CX, or the hunting knife. It's an elite weapon owned by an elite warrior, but also represents both the quality and the craftsmanship of the Anglo-Saxons at the time, but also some of the ideologies with the beast's designs as well.
1: And what does it tell us about these so-called dark ages.
2: What the subject shows us is how actually sophisticated and extraordinary they were in the 7th century. It's an amazing object owned by possibly a king or a prince. It's not going to be owned by just anyone. And it shows us how sophisticated they were. Also it gives us an insight to what beliefs it's a very pagan imagery on the handle. And this is a time period which is moving from the pagan beliefs into the Christian. So we're kind of seeing the last glimpses, as it were, of these great warriors in this pagan time.
1: Is that a shock? Is that a difference to what we thought? Because obviously you look at the poetry of Beowulf and these people are described in the poem.
2: When we compare it to things like poetry... What it's giving us is sort of an archaeological parallel. Poems like Beowulf were always thought to be artist exaggeration of great warriors and all their amazing gold and garnet items that they had on them. But what the hoard shows us is that actually there was an elite culture that was very resource-rich and had just amazing objects at their disposal.
1: And when I visit the gallery here at Birmingham Museum and Art Gallery, the gallery that opened in November, one of the things that strikes me is that you found more than 4,000 items and that quality seems to go right across every item I look at.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's all of the highest quality, certainly owned by the best warriors, the best elites. The royalty of the time. There are a few pieces that demonstrate almost an apprentice hand where things are just not quite right, but I think I'm being slightly unkind when I say that as well. And certainly when you compare it to other Anglo Saxon metawork, it's still an amazing quality, even though it's not the best of everything in the hoard.
1: And how do these items give us a window into the actual society of Anglo Saxon England?
2: What the hoard shows us is certainly about the elite society. It's not telling us anything about the everyday people. They're certainly not represented in these materials, even though they're probably the ones who made them. They would have been craftsmen who were under the control probably of the elite. What it shows us is that the elites were very resource rich, far more than we ever anticipated.
1: The hoard and the gallery here at the museum is obviously attracting a great deal of attention. You've had many visitors from the United Kingdom and also from overseas, I believe.
2: So yeah, the new gallery is getting a lot of attention. We've had huge visitor numbers. We've almost the museum itself has almost doubled what we had this time last year. And people are writing, we have obviously have a comments book and there's a lot of people who are coming from all over the world, who are writing in that comments book about how much they love the gallery, how informative it is, and how they knew nothing about the Anglo-Saxons before they came, but now they know a lot. There seems to be a lot of people from all over the world and locally coming as well.
1: How does this gallery and the exhibits on show in the gallery actually compare with other collections of Anglo-Saxon art throughout Europe?
2: I think what this gallery does and the collection does is add to the corpus of knowledge that we have. So certainly some um, objects show similar designs to other things we've seen before, but there are new designs and new images as well. Um, Some of the pressed foils for example, which possibly went on a helmet, show warriors and images of beasts that we've never seen in the Anglo-Saxon world. So it's comparable to other things, including Sutton Hoo, but also it's adding to our knowledge of designs and possibly beliefs as well.
1: What does the future hold for the study and conservation of the Horde?
2: So we've just started a new phase of study and conservation. It'll go on for about four years. And What we'll do is we're going to take lots of Anglo-Saxon specialists and we're going to start trying to answer the questions that people want to know. Why is it there? Who put it there? And maybe we won't always find the answers, but I think we'll come closer to how it fits into the world that it came from, how it fits into that Anglo-Saxon world and what we can learn from it. Certainly we've learned a lot so far, especially about the craftsmanship, but it's also thrown up lots of questions. We don't completely understand how they made everything so more work will need to be done there through analysis and research and also people will look at questions about how it fits into generally what's happening in Europe as well during this time period.
1: You've been working on the hoard for some years now why does it still excite you?
2: So because we're always learning things so you could look at the hoard and think it's just a collection of gold and garnets and What's the big deal? But actually, it's a huge amount of information sitting there in these objects. And we're learning new things every day. If it's not their manufacture, it's sort of a new, a new beast or a new animal comes out of designs. Just it's every day is something new.
1: Pieta, thank you very much indeed.
2: Thank you.
0: Each year, more than a million people visit the museums and heritage sites run by Birmingham Museums Trust. It is an independent charity that raises half of the funds it needs to operate, whilst trying to ensure that access to a large proportion of the collections remains free to all. You can ensure that these incredible collections remain accessible, and support the conservation of these internationally important treasures by donating at the Birmingham Museums Trust website, www birminghammuseums.org.uk